Hey campers, welcome back for another super special, super cool, Superman. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, welcome back for another episode of Campfire Adventures. I'm your host, Patrice. Yes, back by popular demand. I know, we just could not stop getting enough emails from you guys requesting that I come back. And I know, I know, I love my fans too, but you get what the, pe what the people have been waiting for. Well, actually, it was just my birthday. So, as a treat, I hijacked the show from Dylan, my co-host, my lovely co-anchor for the day. Hey, campers. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Dylan. I'm the guest today, and I'm excited to let Patrice have his birthday takeover. Yes, let's get this party started. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm super excited about this story because this guy is freaking cool. I've called the story The Rise, The Fall, The Rise Again, and the soon-to-be fall to what will be The Rise Again. Of the Snelly Gaster. So, with all that said, it's time for us to grab our drinks. We're gathered around the portable campfire. And so, let's just jump into this week's story. Okay, well, I guess with every, you know, superhero or villain, and yes, I'm comparing this to superheroes and villains because, well, quite literally, this guy just might be my next favorite superhero. Oh. Yes. The origin story, where it mm. all began, right? So to begin in the Blue Ridge Mountain, which are in the eastern U.S., north of the Potomac, it runs through southern Pennsylvania, Maryland, and West Virginia, all the way down to Georgia. Mm. So it's definitely hitting a pretty big region there. The story is said to begin when early German settlers in Washington and Frederick County around the time of 1730. Mm. Yeah, so that's where the name comes from, from German settlers. The name is said to be, I'm not really sure how to say this, but Schneller Geist which means quick ghost or quick spirit. Oh, okay. So this is where that cryptid lives in the Blue Ridge. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I guess I wasn't clear enough there. But yeah, that that's where he, he, uh, he lives in the Blue Ridge Mountains, mainly in Maryland. Okay. Yes. But he does tend to branch out towards, towards the end of our story. And then he's been known to people, to humanity since the 1700s. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's the earliest that it's been mentioned, apparently. Who knows? It may have been around for eons longer. Mm, okay. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry. I have a little bit of a cold, so that's why I'm like this. Okay, <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's just get right into what this cool guy looks like. He's about 5'9", 175 pounds. Are you talking about me? 
devilishly handsome. Oh, you're talking about me. Oh, wait a minute. That's my Tinder profile. Oh, you're sick. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. I must have grabbed the wrong notes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been working on that all week, so. Anyway. <laughs> He's talking about his Tinder profile. He's not talking about the story. <laughs> <laughs> so what this guy looks like. He's said to be half bird, half reptile. Others described him as half bird, half demon. Okay. It's not sure how tall or how much he weighs. You know, he might. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess he weighs more than 175 pounds. Did you have a description of like what he looks like? I sure do. Okay. So he's said to be somewhat scaly, have. They compared his wings, although apparently enormous, mm -hmm. to that of a chicken. So, I mean, obviously bird-like wings that were feathered, mm -hmm. reptile skin throughout the rest of his body. Uh, he can either have one eye or three eyes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm picturing? What's that? Do you remember the show Jimmy Neutron? Mm, vaguely, yeah. Okay, and there's an episode where the aliens come down and they're going to come and eat the kids. And then they have, like, Poultra, the giant chicken creature. I totally <laughs> remember that, yeah. So that's what I'm picturing right now. Poultra, we have your offerings. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Thank you. Well, he does have a 20-foot-long tail, apparently. So it's huge. I mean, for a tail that big, you would think so, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's, like, the best part of the story. Apparently, he has just, like, this super long, super big, super sharp beak. Okay. Just tons of freaking razor-sharp teeth inside of it. Okay. And octopus tentacles coming out from his mouth. Wow. Do you have a picture of him? Uh, I do. Let me see. Is that the great big book of cryptids? It sure is. Oh my gosh. This thing is... Yeah, I mean, that picture is really cool, but there's all kinds the of... The wings other... itself look almost angelic of a sort, but also kind of like, like bat-like. It's like mm. a hybrid of what I'd say is human-sized with angel-like wings. You know, like... Like me? No... Like, oh, you know, like Hawk Girl and um, Hawkman, you know, from the DC oh, Universe. yeah. Like that large set. But then the feet are more like something like, like a dinosaur, you know? Well, this it did say that it has super huge talons, too. Yeah, wow, okay. Okay, I'm listening. You cool. got me hooked. Yeah, this picture's pretty cool. And we'll put that on the website, I'm sure. Yeah, there's also plenty of other ones that you can find around the internet. All right, so obviously he's a pretty formidable dude. Mm-hmm. Huge talons, giant wings to carry him all about, mouthful of tentacles. I mean, that just seems like it'd make it easy for him to take off his prey, right? Definitely. You'd have to be a foe if you were trying to come after him or, like, you know, be around him. Well, don't be a foe, you foe. You foe? Speaking of which, let's get down to what this guy likes to fill his stomach with. So, on the more innocent side, it's said that he just likes to swoop down and pick chickens and other small farm animals okay. up from, you know, these local ancient time farmers, if you will. Okay. <laughs> from um, Mima? <laughs> from Mima. 
Well, I mean, apparently on the other not so innocent side, she might even pick up Mima herself. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it just goes to show. A crypto's got to do what a crypto's got to do. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Thing is, though, he uh, he didn't have one particular way of eating his victims. You know, he has a sharp beak, mm-hmm. teeth. You think that he's just gonna chomp them down, right? Okay. Well, apparently, from what I've heard, he likes to stab the jugular and drain them of their blood. So he's watching us and learning how we prepare our meals? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Hmm. That's so, I mean, that seems to be the more reported way of what, what he did to his, his victims was drain them for their blood. Okay. But it was also said that he ate them, too. He liked to... Take a bite out of crime, if you will. <laughs> oh, yes. But, I mean, with all those teeth, why wouldn't you take bites out of things, right? Which kind of brings me to what my friend likes to call the the bad name that people put upon him. So, this being around the time that it was, and him being so ferocious and gianting with giant teeth, it's said that his whole story was thought to come about from slave owners trying to instill fear in his slaves to keep them from running away. Meaning that the story was all made up potentially as a hoax? That's what, that's what they say, but I think that people have found plenty of evidence Thing otherwise that he is in fact real okay please mm-hmm. elaborate oh I'll get into that but I mean just on my friend's behalf not only is he real but he doesn't have a question okay so you referring to this friend mm-hmm. am I to understand that you in fact have friends <laughs> and have you in fact met this cryptid Me and him are like best buds now, okay? Forgive me. Yes, you're not. (coughs) And furthermore, he'd appreciate it if you guys wouldn't sully his name with this rubbish. Okay, let's just get that on the table right now. The rubbish of you being his friend? Yeah, I won't. (laughs) Damn it. (sighs) But go on. Ugh. Well, I guess we should get to my favorite part of this cool guy's backstory, though. He does, in fact... This is how cool he is. Mm -hmm. You might think you're cool, but you're not this cool. Yeah, campers, you hear that? (laughs) We let him take the show, and all of a sudden he starts coming after you guys? (laughs) What? I wasn't talking about the campers. This guy's so cool. He's got a freaking arch nemesis. What? I got a couple people on my list. He does have an enemy, and his enemy is our enemy, Cambers. So that means. Mentality. (laughs) So that means it's just like your beef with Great Granny, it's on (laughs) site. I think that's interesting, though, because I think I brought up the idea before that. I wonder if these cryptids ever, like, fight, like, have turf wars and stuff like that. But to hear that there's two that are in a story that actually have some beef with each other, that's oh, yeah. cool. It's it's super cool. I mean, and I guess if you think about it, 
you put like predators in same territory, there is gonna be freaking turf wars. So who is the Oh oh that whack mofo. Hold on, let me let me oh. put you let me put you on game real quick. Mm-hmm. So his name is uh Dwayo mm-hmm. and he just he real sounds like a kind of a chump to me. And basically he's like a wolf like body mm-hmm. that's kind of got a human stature, walks on two legs and everything. So he's basically what sounds like a werewolf. Okay. So now we're at war werewolves campers. What is this, Twilight? Uh <laughs> Vampires and werewolves. Uh, Although that fits into the narrative of this story coming from German settlers. Because think about it, they're the ones that brought over the stories of werewolves and they brought over the stories of, you know, vampires. It comes oh. from European descent. Sorry, I had a brain blast if we're going back to Jimmy Neutron. Oh, that's hilarious that you went back there. Yeah, so basically, you know, he's out there fighting werewolves and it's said by multiple accounts apparently that people have witnessed flashes between these two. Vicious flashes. And where does the werewolf... What's his name again? The Dueo. Where does the Dueo live? He lives in Maryland. Mm, so it only makes sense that they run into each other. I mean, you're stealing my food. What Competition. Do you think, you think how you have coming to you, man. <laughs> but, I mean, I was super stoked when I read this part. Dude, I mean, how cool is that that he has, like, an enemy that there's out there? It's freaking Godzilla versus Mothra here. All right, well, let's let's get on with, you know, his CD past and his beefs of old days. Let's talk about his big new CD break. Okay. <laughs> okay, so in 1909, the tabloids, and by which I really mean the newspapers, started printing up stories about this guy. People started coming out of the woodwork looking to get famous off our man's name, claiming they seen him. Okay. They ain't seen him. They think they seen him. Mm. Mm. Speak on it, girl. <laughs> you go on, sister. <laughs> So newspapers started printing stories about our favorite tentacle-mouthed beast. Encounters in March and February were being talked about in the papers. So much so that President Roosevelt, Teddy freaking Roosevelt, was getting ready to call off an international trip to go hunt this guy himself. Wow. Can you freaking believe that? The President of the United States hears the story about this monster going around, and he's like, you know what? I better go take care of this real quick. That's cool. Dude, that's freaking cool. And the Smithsonian put out a bounty for his freaking pelt. Wow. Dude, they everybody wanted a piece of my man. But he didn't let them get none. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm seriously so stoked that Teddy Roosevelt freaking was like, I got to go do this real quick. That's Hold insane. On. Seriously, what the heck is going on in the world where the president's just like, America can hold for a second. <laughs> I got to go save Maryland really quick. So, I mean, just a couple of the stories that were going around in papers were like this. One man claimed to hear this loud screech. It was so loud, just like so obnoxious. He compared it to a train's whistle. And before that, that was the last thing he heard before he snatched into the air. Wow. Midair, the snelly gaster drained his blood. Punctured his jugular, his favorite place to go, drained his blood midair, and then just tossed him aside like an empty Capri Sun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, 
And that's documented on newspaper? That's in newspaper. Wow. Yeah, I mean, no kid. That's crazy. Well, I mean, in finding, you know, you're finding new fame, you're hitting it big. What do you do? What's the first thing that you do, Dylan? I keep doing what I was doing. No. Oh. He's taking me on the road. My man is going on tour. Okay. Suddenly, stories are popping up everywhere about this guy. He's making appearances in Jersey, Ohio. One woman in, in Ohio, she claimed to have seen him land on the floor and then just lay an egg the size of a whiskey <laughs> barrel. <laughs> I mean... So is it a male or a female at that point? I mean, honestly... Both? Yeah, it could be. Earthworms aren't, but I don't know that earthworms lay eggs, though. Chickens do. Yeah, but chickens are female. Well... I guess my man is really a girl. My girl. My girl. Where my girl's at? From the front to back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yes. I went there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that wasn't the only egg that people claim to have found from the Nelly Gaster. So it sounds like yeah, he's just ensuring his future by planting more offspring. Yeah, who knows how many eggs he laid or he or she laid before that. Yeah. I so mean, this might not even be the one, like, if we're talking about seeing one in the 1700s and then we're talking about it in the 1900s. Well, that's a great point that you said. That apparently, it is found out that he has a lifespan of 20 years. Huh. Well, I, I'm not really sure how they came to that conclusion, to be honest with you. But, I mean, that's just what word on the street is. Mm. 20 years. Well, you know you can always trust what the word on the street is. The streets they do be talking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sadly, these would be the last sightings of this guy for a while. Mm. Uh, our friend, he decided tour was too much and... Took a hiatus for 25 years before coming out again. Okay. Legend goes, before he went into, into hiding mm -hmm. in his cave mansion, I'm just going to assume that he has. <laughs> Legend says that he got into an altercation with three men. Apparently, these three men had enough stamina to fight him for an hour and a half before... <laughs> Before he finally retreated into the forest. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Took me all the one minute to start running away, let alone trying to fight this thing for an hour and a half. Let me add to that. I don't got an hour and a half to do anything. <laughs> yeah, except for sit around watching TV. You know, like, that's a good investment of an hour and a half. Fighting the Snelly Gasser, like... I don't know. Ain't nobody got to have it at. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just... They're just... Putting dirt on my girl's name mm -hmm. once again. Haters gonna hate. So an hour and a half fighting, three men, and then disappeared. And then yeah, then he just ran into the forest, disappeared. And that was the last time they saw him for twenty five years. Wow. Yeah. I, I guess maybe he got a good nap, you know, did something. Took care of, that's where he probably went. All those eggs probably hatched, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. He he did have to go take care of his kids. I can respect that. Well, after 
his short break, he did return to be seen again. Mm-hmm. But sadly, it was only to make his last appearance for his demise. What? Yeah. So two onlookers claim to have seen the smelly gaster and close enough to where they gave a description mm-hmm. and it met all the criteria criteria from previous accounts to for them to come to the conclusion. It was in fact Snellygaster. But don't be too sad, folks. Wait, but what happened to the what's the demise? Oh, I'm getting there. Like oh, okay. I said, don't be too sad because this is part of what makes him my new favorite cryptid. Okay. The way he went out. Okay. And let me tell you, he went out like a hero in my book. Mm. So I'm just gonna Imagine, if you will, this is how the rest of his evening went after these two onlookers went and saw him. She was going about her business, just gliding along, and suddenly a pungent aroma hit her Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. She's like, what's that? That smells familiar. Well, she happened to be flying over a moonshine still. (laughs) Yep. Apparently, the fumes from the moonshine were so strong, they just knocked her out midair, and she did, in fact, fall into a vat of moonshine. What? Yep. That's how I want to go out, let me tell you. It, I think that's how all of us want to go out. I think so. I think that would be just right up there, like, that's the way to go. And what year was this? Well, it's... It was twenty some on years after this, after nineteen oh nine, was it? Okay. So let's say around nineteen forties, somewhere around that time. I okay. Say. Now we know where it ended up, right? Mm-hmm. It's in a vat. It's floating. I bet you there. that was some good moonshine, though. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the other sad part of the story. What happened? Okay. Well. Before we get to that, let's just speculate. We don't know whether he drowned or whether he died of alcohol poisoning. Mm -hmm. But if it wasn't one of those two, there's one thing that for sure did do it. Federal prohibition agents found the still because of all the commotion going on with the onlookers and the noise of him falling into a vat. Mm -hmm. So they went in and let's just say they blew up the spot (gasps) what yeah they found these moonshiners still their whole operation and inside the vat they see well i mean allegedly or they they i i didn't write the names down of the two agents but there was two agents credited with seeing the snally gaster's body inside the vat no government agents government agents claim to have seen Claim to have seen this cryptid. This cryptid. And I mean, he's famous. He's in the papers. Everybody knows who he is, so they knew right away. Like, you see Mariah Carey on the street. You know who you see. Mm hmm. Speak on it. <laughs> so. You better testify on that one. <laughs> so, if it wasn't alcohol poisoning or drowning, these guys, they have to do their job anyway and destroy this operation. Uh huh. So they loaded up hundreds of pounds reported, hundreds of pounds of dynamite, and they just blew it all away. 
Yeah, I, speculations is what you asked a second ago. I don't believe the Stanley gas is gone. I believe that they took it and it's somewhere and they blew up a spot just to like confuse everybody. Well, they have it like, I mean, if you're pulling in, like you said, that much amounts of explosives, then you have a decent sized truck. Yeah, that's true. You can have a containment capsule on there, put yeah, it in there and take, take it away. Yeah, take the away a few, few, few barrels of uh, moonshine. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's good moonshine. That's crazy. Yeah, so they bloomed smithereens, apparently. Allegedly. 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 Well. That's an interesting story. Are we sad about that? I am. I mean, we've been up. We've been down. Up again. Mm -hmm. Down again. That's the end of our friend. Right? According to you. Wrong! Oh my gosh. <laughs> he rises again like the phoenix that he's not. <laughs> <laughs> because he's not a phoenix. He's a stubby caster. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is it? All right, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. We're in the year 2021, people. Wow. Yep. He's been seen again, guys. Marilyn, be on the lookout. Frederick, Maryland, people, is where you can find the Snallygaster. I thought you were, that was somebody's name. I was like, someone's last name is Maryland, and they live in Maryland? That's life goals if that was the case, but sorry. Listeners, if you guys know somebody named Frederick, Maryland, in Maryland. In Frederick. If you can find him in Frederick, Maryland, that would be amazing. Like and subscribe. Send in your friend. Tell us where this mystery man lives we won't go meet them yeah we, we make definitely that will. We will we will go out there and meet frederick maryland but no no we're not talking about the frederick maryland we're talking about frederick maryland the place okay in frederick maryland that's where you can in fact go see the snally gaster people today to this day an er nurse that goes by the name of sarah cooper from texas Apparently, just super fan of our girl. She opened up her own museum, what? all dedicated to Snallygaster. No way. Yep. At, if she was trying for over a decade to get this thing off the ground and going, and she freaking did it, folks. How freaking cool is that? She's cool. I want to be her friend. I want to be her friend. I mean, it's definitely the rise that this guy deserves so it wasn't a sighting of the snowy gaster it, it was, is a sighting well i'm saying like it's a beacon of hope for someone on the lookout yeah you can say that because it's a museum it's like a it's like a ode to the it is life ode to the life but we haven't had a recent sighting no the closest thing to a recent sighting we have is the giant life-size snowy gaster model that they have at this here museum that's cool so i want to go see technically there has been kind of a sighting oh you're sick <laughs> but yeah she has all kinds of cool stuff in her museum newspaper like original newspaper clippings well maybe copies but newspaper <laughs> clippings fan art that's cool a giant statue dedicated to them we're gonna have to go there and check that out Sarah Cooper, you freaking rock. I love this cryptid. He is by far one of my favorites. 
Gee, 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 dang it. <laughs> Sorry, but he has Tourette's. That's what it is. She, she. <laughs> but this is definitely one of my freaking favorite stories. Well, if we break it down real quick, so we have this giant winged chicken like creature, is what I'm understanding. Dylan? No. He's a giant chicken. So, <laughs> and not even just that, but they have an arch nemesis, which is a werewolf, which oh, is cool. Yeah. And then the freaking president shut down his whole itinerary to go out hunting for this creature. He, he didn't actually shut it down, but he he considered it. Okay. And then after that, going around laying eggs, you know, to get itself a new batch of other Snellygasters. And then getting picked up by the federal agents, allegedly, not allegedly, but I'm assuming that, that it's living out its life, you know, somewhere. We got to go free it. Well, don't forget, I mean, we're saying, like, this was, in fact, the original one that we've been talking about the whole time. But, I mean, he's laying eggs. He only has a lifespan of 20 years, supposedly. So, I mean, chances are that was not, in fact, like, the one that kept getting sighted in the vat. All these sightings, when I said he was going on tour, could have just been other ones that, you know, had gone mm-hmm. to different regions. That's crazy. There could be one in the backyard right now, for all we know. Well, I mean, we don't live in Maryland, but yeah, I guess so. Also, we're going to have to do a story on... Oh, yeah, we're definitely gives us another story that we have to do. On the Touch Nemesis, yeah. Yeah, I still think punk, but... All right, well, I definitely had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, I had a lot of fun hearing it. Well, I mean, definitely a fun one, but with all that... We've said about our friend the Snelly Gassers. It looks like we've just about reached the end of yet another episode. Don't forget to visit our website at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. That way you can see some cool pictures of our friend Snelly Gasser. You know, uh, go through our source material and, you know, all kinds of other fun stuff that we happen to throw on there for you people. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram where you'll see all this cool pictures and whatnot of Snelly Gaster on tour. So whether you listen to this in the morning or in the evening, I do want to wish you guys a good morning or good evening. And on that note, well, I think it's about time to say goodbye. So it's been a pleasure, guys. Bye. Bye. Happy birthday, Patrice. Oh, that's me. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs>